wait for Game of Thrones Season 7 is getting closer and closer to being over, but we are still marching on on the road to Westeros, the Game of Thrones Season 7 podcast series. And now, here are the two guys who are getting ready to have their hearts broken, potentially, in Season 7. I'm Rob Sister, and here's Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? Hodor! Oh. Did you see the new commercial with Hodor in it? <laughs> I did. Can you set it up for people who haven't seen it? Because it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I was really debating whether or not this was a uh, reference to Hodor, but uh, the actor's name and uh, Josh, I'm sure you know uh, what what is it? Christian Nairn. Christian, Christian Nairn. Nairn is the name of the actor. Uh, so it's, I believe, it's a uh, KFC ad. He's working the register at KFC, and everybody comes in to order. At KFC, chicken with fries, chicken with fries. Everybody's just, he's just being inundated with chicken with fries, which I, I, I mean, KFC is fine. I've never heard anybody come in like, uh, you know what? I, I'd like chicken and fries. Uh, I feel and like, not for nothing. I believe it's a it's a UK commercial. Shouldn't they be saying chicken and chips? I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I, I didn't even know it was just a UK commercial. Chicken and fries, chicken and fries, chicken and fries. And he hears that a million times. And that's sort of, uh, he's repeating it over and over. And he ends up saying chicken fries, chicken with rice. Chicken with rice, yeah. chicken with rice, and it's like a whole big thing. Now, I, I went back and forth a bunch of times. Was is this some sort of a parallel to hold the door shrunk down to Hodor? It has to be, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's there's no way it's not. Yeah, I think the whole morphing of chicken with fries to chicken with rice it's uh it's a pretty clear hold the door to hodor but i don't know what do you what do you call that guy chicken rice just like moving forward i feel like it doesn't have quite the same ring as hodor you know, but to me i don't feel like that that was a hold the door to hodor situation that would be like if uh you know he all the time he was saying hold the floor hold the floor and then the whole time we were like oh what does that mean oh okay i was really it started out it was hold the door <laughs> anyway, that's sorry. Uh, oh, oh, Rob's nitpicking everything again. I didn't say it. I didn't say uh, it. I did it. Okay. Say it. Hold the Hodor. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, All we're right. talking a little bit. Hodor is like our spirit animal today, so it makes sense to start with uh, some some chicken and fries yeah. uh, and some chicken rice to, okay. to kick things off. All right. Why are we talking about Hodor, Josh? Well, I think that, you know, when you think back on season six of Game of Thrones, like what are like the big moments you remember? I think you remember the fact that Jon Snow was dead and then he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you remember the wildfire of it all. I think you remember the Battle of the Bastards. And I think you really remember the night we lost Hodor. I think that that remains a seminal moment of season six of Game of Thrones and really one of the most stunningly brutal uh, and like kind of complicated deaths we have seen on this show. Uh, and I was, I don't know, I was very shocked by it when it happened. That is a beloved, beloved character in Hodor whose only line of dialogue transcended Game of Thrones and just became a word that you would say. Uh, you know, anyone who hears the word Hodor probably knows what you're talking about, and it can have so many different meanings. This is a source of, you know, the very few spots of levity that exist on Game of Thrones. A lot of them would come from this character, and suddenly he is butchered in very, very brutal, unexpected fashion, and it happens very, very quickly. And it's got me wondering, Rob. Could we have another Hodor moment in season seven of Game of Thrones? Should we start bracing ourselves now for the possibility of losing somebody 
in that way yet again here as season seven looms. And the Hodor thing, I think, was particularly impactful because, you know, Game of Thrones has been no uh, stranger or uh, or father or mother. The stranger. Or, yeah. Uh, to killing people off that uh, were sort of beloved characters. It's, it's, it's kind of been their thing at different points in time. The difference is that for the most part, the book readers had a heads up about what was going to be coming. This death of Hodor last season was the one that was a blindside for all of us last season. And that's, I think, what made it uh, particularly sting. Yeah, well, that's the territory that we're in yeah. now is that like nobody has the edge anymore. There's no like nanner, nanner, nanner. I read a book and so I'm cooler than you. Like you can't do that anymore, really. Like we're all on the same page if we have no idea what's coming next. And the Hodor thing is not in any of the books that have been released so far. I think that it probably will be if those books ever come out. And I think that's a big if. <laughs> uh, so it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. Used to, to not be as iffy as about that. No, no, no. I'm pretty iffy trending towards not coming out these days. Uh, kind of the direction that I'm in uh, as of now. Yeah. I think if you were to go back and listen to all of that, like, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, my expectations got hodored as well. Uh, so <laughs> what are you going to do? But yeah, I think that that's what we're looking at now is like there's really no preparation uh, for anybody yeah. for any of these big debts. And, and Hodor was a, was a big avatar of that idea. Okay. So uh, we're just going to be going through some people who are beloved characters uh, who we could lose this season. Now, how how beloved do they have to be? Could Jorah Mormont be somebody? Would he be on the uh, Hodor level? Probably not, right? Well, what, what I am thinking is like, it's got to be, you know, because is there a character like Hodor still on Game of Thrones? I don't know that there is. Like, there was this guy who was just like pure good. He was, there was not a mean bone in this guy's body. He was super helpful. Everything he ever did was in service of Bran. Uh, he was hilarious. He was, you know, th there wasn't a ton of depth to the character a lot of the time. You really kind of knew what you were getting when Hodor was on screen. Is there somebody like that anymore that really even carries that kind of weight? I'm not so sure, but there okay. certainly are beloved characters on Game of Thrones, right? Like, there's you know, we wouldn't be talking about the show if we didn't love most of the cast. Let so me pitch you on a, on a new Hodor. Okay, give me the new Hodor. Podrick. Podrick. You think Podrick is the new Hodor? Hmm. The closest thing we have to a mascot, I feel like, at this point. Not a real character. It doesn't have a real storyline or anything like that. Sort of a side character, comic relief guy. That's sort of slim pickings, though, right? You know, if like we're going from Hodor to Podrick, with all due respect to Podrick, and certainly his his uh, his legendary gifts in the boudoir speak for themselves. Well, yeah, well, and Hodor was no slouch in that department no, either. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I was thinking actually, like as you were saying that, I was like, wait, what about Hot Pie? Like Hot Pie is like uh, Podrick is much more beloved than Hot Pie. People just I love know, Pie. I think if Hot Pie shows up and suddenly gets the Lamy Greenhands treatment, I think people would be like, no, why did you bring Hot Pie back just to kill him? So I feel like that could be one. Podrick, yeah. Pod I mean, Podrick is certainly somebody who you would be sad to see go because he's mostly a really good dude. He helped Tyrion out during the Battle of Blackwater. He's been super helpful for Brienne of Tarth okay. and has been really loyal in joining his cause to the Sansa effort. And so to lose him, I think that would be tragic. I think to lose Podrick would be tough. I really liked where you were going with Jorah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, cer- certainly a character that it wouldn't be a shock to lose Jorah. I think you got to imagine at some point down the line, Jorah Mormont does not make it out of this thing alive, right? What with the grayscale and all, unless he's able to find the cure. Yeah. No, I think that it's uh, more likely than not that he doesn't make it out of uh, season seven. Right. And I think that the, you know, one of the things is like, rather than like trying to find who's your new Hodor in terms of character, because I think that that's really hard. And I I know that we have, uh, you know, really, it was supposed to be one one, right? Like he's the guy who won the Hodor mm-hmm. award when Hodor yeah. wasn't available at the Throners a couple years ago. And they're both gone. So I don't know that there's anyone who could really step in and take on. Hodor's weight in that regard, both in terms of his physical weight and just like the role he occupied yeah. on the show. What about but the I other direction, Josh? Liana Mormont. Liana Mormont. So, so yeah, I, I think that that could be that could be a thing. I think, you know, le- less about the character, though, just for a second and more about like the circumstance. That's really the yeah. thing. Like what's like that big shocking moment of like, yeah. holy crap, the world is falling away. And suddenly, you know, like you're drilling down into this character's final moment. That's why I like. The Jorah idea, I think that Jorah is somebody you could see standing in a hold the door type of moment. And then I do think in terms of like a beloved figure who could just be taken away in cruel manner. Uh, yeah, lady, the lady of Bear Island to lose, you know, Liana would be would be very no, sad. No, I don't even think they would do that. I, I mean, I was talking about it just like this two th- Hodors that were trying roles that were trying to fill of the beloved universal fan favorite and also uh, the shocking death. I, I think that she would like Jorah, I think could fill the shocking death. I think that uh, Liana Mormont could fill the universal fan favorite. But I also think the fact that Liana is a very recently introduced character uh, has like very, I, I think she has like two, three scenes mm-hmm. uh, on on the on the screen so far. Uh, so it's not like she's shrouded in plot armor. She's certainly no. somebody that we like a lot, but that could be a great excuse to kill that person off. Like rather than killing off an Arya or a Sansa, which is really really tough to imagine at this point in the game, at the very least. Although we sketched out some Arya possibilities yesterday, uh, I think that you could potentially lose a Lady Liana. Because she is so new to the show. I don't expect that that's going to happen. I think that she should be fine. Uh, but that's the, the exact kind of thinking that you get into. And then you lose that character midway okay. in the season. You're like, God damn it. So who's the person that you feel like that could be that Hodor death this season? Not just like that would have a gut punch, but actually you feel like that might be in that spot. I think I hate to even consider willing uh, this into existence. But don't you think like this could be the year we lose Tormund Giants Bane? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're going to definitely have to have uh, some more people die in those battles uh, with John. You know, you you were going to have some people uh, go down. I mean, I think that Davos is certainly uh, in uh, that same trajectory as well. I think so, too. I think that a lot of those people in John's world, I'm worried about those characters this season. I'm worried about Tormund this season. I'm worried about uh, about Davos as well, although I think he'll be okay. I think Liam Cunningham has become a really great ambassador for the show. I think they're going to want to keep him around through the final season. Uh, but I'm worried about the the Brotherhood without banners, Rob. They're marching their way north, uh, and I think that we could see some casualties there. I don't know if we're going to see the Hound die for a second time or not, uh, but I, I think that he'll at least be around to, to see his brother again someday, so I think he'll be fine. But Thoros of Mir, Beric Dondarrion, those are guys that I'm looking uh, at losing this year, probably, but uh, I don't think that they necessarily fill that Hodor spot. Although, 
Barrick really has become a fan favorite just because of that awesome shot in the trailer from uh, a few weeks ago where he has like the flaming sword and it's really cool. I think yeah. everyone's like really, really on the Barrick Dondarian hype chain this year. Let me float another name to you. You tell me if this could be that surprising Hodor death. What do you think of Varys? Ooh, wow, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would. would, be, it would suck. That would. I mean, that'd be awful. That Varys is just so wise that uh, if you took his wisdom off of the board, and you know he knows where all the bodies are buried, uh, you know, often like quite literally. That you know, do you need Tyrion and Varys both advising Danny? And I think that that's also a super emotional, sad thing for Tyrion. Because he loves Varys, loves Varys. They're they're best buds, these guys, at this point. And I think Tyrion does really well when he has a really intelligent scene partner to bounce ideas off of. So to lose Varys would be difficult for Tyrion. Um, and he can put up or shut up too, Varys, with like that he's willing to do all these things for the realm. Like if there was some way that he could end up losing his life to see a Targaryen uh, get back on the Iron Throne, I think he would do it. I think he'd probably do it. What do you think about uh, Lady Olena, the Queen of Thorns? Uh, certainly her entire family has basically been wiped out at this point. Wouldn't that be pretty brutal to lose that character? Yeah, it would be a bummer. I don't know if people would be super like uh, devastated about uh, losing Lady Elena. I mean, she has really not been... Uh, I mean, she was in season five and then she went back to uh, Highgarden. I don't think we saw her a lot in season six, right? Yeah, but I mean, Hodor sat out an entire season. Yeah, that's we were true. so bummed about that. You know, we were still we were just totally bummed. Can I can I toss this out at yeah. you? Uh, so I I've been the guy who's saying like, how we're not going to lose another Stark. Like, you know, I I actually do have a theory that we could lose Jon Snow again, but I think it would be temporary. We don't need to get into that right now. Uh, I think you you're not going to lose Sansa right now. You're not going to lose Arya right now. Could we lose Bran Stark? Could Bran get killed off? Is that something you could see? I started thinking about that this morning, and the more I think about it, like that actually might be another Stark death that we could see coming down the line at some point. <sighs> Look, do, do you want to do real quick the uh, Stark dying power rankings? Yeah, of okay. course. All right. Uh, so uh, who do you think is the most vulnerable? Star- I, and not just season seven, but at the, the end of A Song of Ice and Fire, uh, the, at least this saga of it. The Game of Thrones version. The Game yes. of Thrones version. Right. If they did a prequel, uh, would that be uh, what? It's a Song of Ice and Fire universe, but not that's uh, how would you describe that? I don't know. Who knows? Okay, whatever. Ice and fire. It's right. part of it. It's so all part at, of it. at the end of this, okay, uh, of the four remaining Stark kids, uh, well, let's do uh, least likely to most likely be alive at the end of this whole thing. So the, the Stark in the most jeopardy, you want to say, is Bran? Well, in the most immediate jeopardy, he's, he's at least the one that I could think about we could lose in season seven. Like, if we're going to lose any of the four kids in season seven, I think that you could imagine, like, what does Bran have to do? He has to come back. He has to let Jon Snow know that he's a Targaryen. He's probably got to do some fun magic stuff. But then if you lose him, that really, really revs up the stakes for the final year when Bran has been, you know, hyped up as this guy who's going to be critically important in the war. And then suddenly he's gone. I feel like that would be a tremendous blow to the good guys, which is the only reason why I was thinking that Brandon. Plus, he's not Arya level of popularity. All due mm-hmm. respect to the great Bran Stark. Uh, I just think that he's the one that's probably the most expendable, I think. He's the one to me know. that 
it's the hardest to envision a future for him after this is all over. Like he's so powerful. Could he sort of like leave this plane of existence in some way where does he go and and, and become right. one of the children of the forest or, you know, ends up sort of becoming like a force ghost or something like uh, that just lives in a ton of trees. Right. Just like like, do, do you see him tree. like just hanging out at Winterfell? after this is all over because i don't not really yeah not really not really i think he goes to a cave somewhere uh even though the three-eyed raven's like you're not gonna be an old man in a cave that's because he's gonna be an old man in a tree in like the middle of right west Rose does he like become cave, like, like a tree with a face on it or you know more right. you know does he sort of like you know explode into some sort of an energy to take on the knight's king yeah so i i feel like that the like physical body of Bran I, I don't yes. see uh, living to the end of the story. Yeah, I think couching it in those terms is exactly what I but would sign But spiritually, I think he goes on and, and, and lives in some other plane. So I think then the easiest one, I know we're bouncing around, I think the one who I feel the safest about is Sansa. I think she's I been think put so, through so much over the course of this show and has endured so many hardships. And I I, I really still feel that she is uh, her character arc is pointing towards a leadership role for her at some point down the line. I think you'll see Sansa in charge of Winterfell at some point in the future. I think that that's where the story is going for her. And of all of the Starks still on the board, she's by far and away the one that I feel the safest about. Okay, but what about Arya or Jon? I think that I would then rank it as uh, Jon is in more jeopardy than Arya, mm-hmm. ultimately. I think that Jon is another character. I have a hard time seeing how this whole story ends with Jon Snow still alive. And I think that that would be more than just uh, just uh, like the metaphorical figurative destruction of his body. Like I think that that guy just goes back to the darkness at some point before this is all over. Yeah. I, he's another one that I just have a hard time envisioning what a happy ending looks like for him in terms of just like going on and like leading a, a normal life. It does feel as though he has been uh, given this, uh, you know, th- th- that he is special. And in that, it doesn't feel like that he is going to have like a normal life following this. Yeah, I just don't see what that's going to be. Like, I know that he's, you know, half Targaryen has been like outed now. Is he going to, you know, sit on the Iron Throne? That assumes that there's an Iron Throne to sit on. I think that Jon Snow's fate is leading him right into the heart of the battle with the White Walkers. It's been pushing that way since the very start of the show. And he is going to be instrumental in saving mankind. You know, he's going to be a legendary figure uh, in terms of the the Night's Watch alumni. He's going to be like really, really the guy that you talk about in those circles forever but i think that it's going to come at the expense of his life i don't think that he you know i don't think that he was allowed to to drift off into the great unknown uh because he's unkillable and that he's never supposed to die i think this is a guy who's got unfinished business but i think as soon as that business settles up i expect that it comes part and parcel with his death as well his final and then aria is the the tricky one but i guess we'll have her at number two in those power rankings but we're setting ourselves up for extraordinary heartbreak in saying that. I, I really do think that killing Arya is probably the last main character on the board. Even saying that, like, there's still Tyrion, like, there's Danny, Like, losing those people would be really, really shocking. But to lose Arya Stark, 
would really, really floor me. Uh, just because she she's become such a fan favorite character. She's a young kid. She's somebody that people really root for and want to, you know, want things to work out for her, given everything that she has been through. But she has, you know, she has racked up such a body count. You know, she has gotten her hands dirty. She has really, really submerged herself in the darkness that that could consume her completely. I don't think, like, even putting Arya Stark at, at, at number two in, in terms of uh, the Stark power rankings, I still feel worried about it. And I think that if Game of Thrones really wants to sucker punch us, she's one of, you know, Red Wedding levels of, of sucker punch and, like, even a, a Hodoring. I think that Arya is a, is a top candidate for somebody who you would lose and you just be like, holy crap. I just watched the death of Arya Stark. Like that's something you would never forget. But I could also see a world where she ends up meeting back up with Gendry and does have a happy ending. Yeah, I guess. I don't I I think to some degree sure, but how do you ever come back from that? Like, I think that she's always going to be somewhat traumatized by everything she's gone through. You'd like to think that there's there's hope for somebody who has been through through everything that she has endured. Uh, so that's certainly the happier ending that Arya is never going to be a kid again. And she's lost her childhood and that's all going to be gone. But hopefully the future can be brighter than what she endured during her earliest years. That would be great and very hopeful. But this is not always the most hopeful story. Okay. Josh, let's call it here. We have one more day to come back and bring you uh, day six of the Roads of Westeros. And then we're going to have a special live presentation coming up on day seven. We're going to be doing a Facebook Live coming up this Friday, the 14th. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Make sure you subscribe because you don't want to have an unhappy ending like some of these uh, Starks that we are potentially predicting. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash G-O-T iTunes. PostureRecaps.com slash GOT iTunes. Of course, follow Josh Wiggler, who's doing uh, so many uh, fantastic pieces of work for The Hollywood Reporter on Game of Thrones. How many articles are you dropping a day at this point? 30? Uh, it's not that it's not quite that much. It's a, it's a okay. lot. It's a it's lot. A lot. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a, it's it's a, a lot. lot. I will say I do have a, a, a theory about why I think Jon Snow's uh, next death may be imminent uh, that I wrote up for the Hollywood Reporter. If you'd like to seek that out, it's I think it's a it's a compelling pitch that I have. All right. Check that out. And uh, we will be back with day six of the road to Westeros uh, coming up tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Bye.